Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome into the BetQL Daily Boost again. Nick Asher and Dan Carpenter of BetQL.com. And this time it's going to be a slightly different one. It's Celtics plus four in game two. It's a risk-free bet up to $1,000 on BetMGM, Dan. And look, we saw a first half of a Celtics team. We were going, oh, they're ready for this series. And then the third quarter hit, and they're outscored (laughs) 39-14. The Celtics shoot two of 15 from the floor. If they didn't make their free throws, I mean, this would have been a single-digit quarter for them. They've struggled in third quarters, and they've got a rebound, not just from that, from the overall bad taste in their mouth, now heading into game two. Yeah, heading into game one, I was like, oh, God. You know, as a Celtics fan, I'm seeing Marcus <laughs> Smart out. I'm seeing all of a sudden Al Horford's out. I'm like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Like, they're going to have a rotation of, like, six or seven dudes playing. And then all of a sudden, you know, like you just said in the first half, yes. Dean Pritchard looks like the second coming of, of Steph it. Curry out there. You know, he's 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 getting the ball from, you know, 35 feet out and chucking it up and swishing it in. And it, they looked amazing in that first half. And, you know, I do want to give some trends here. Here as to why you know Celtics plus four is really sticking out. So the Celtics have gone 19 and five against the spread when playing against a team with a winning record on the road this season. That's an elite, mm-hmm. elite mark and the mark of a really, you know, a cohesive unit. That's really what you know I view this team as right now. And in the second half of the season, they were insane. It was th- they're 13 and one against the spread went against a team with a winning record in the second half of the season. And that one loss, well, well, that came last game in game one here. Um, the Celtics have also gone 17 and three against the spread versus good passing teams that average 23 plus assists per game in the second half of the season on the road. So, you know, for all of these reasons, the trends, I, I look at trends, you yes, know, you like do. they call me numbers. Yes, Dan, you do. And by they, I mean, you and Lucy <laughs> call me numbers, Dan. For a reason. Um, and, you know, all the trends kind of point in Celtics' direction here. I think Ime Odoka and, and you know, the, his coaching staff are going to come up with a game plan and really rebound here in Game 2. Yeah, well, you think? can head to betql.com slash boost to see all of today's best odds and boosts. And, of course, you can subscribe to the BetQL Daily Boost podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's quick. It's simple. It's easy. We go combing all of the books. But, you know, it's interesting that this was an odds boost. Because this is actually the direction I was already going to lean anyway, Celtics plus four. The Celtics, if you look back on that Bucks series, Dan, they never failed to cover in back-to-back games. And that really felt like the story throughout the series until the last two games, where they're down 3-2, had to force a game seven, and the win, obviously, back-to-back games the defense, against the defending champs to go out and win that series. 
Boston always finds a way to answer. And Ime Udoka essentially calling out Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, similar to the way Marcus Smart did earlier in the year. Hopefully that lights a fire under their ass. And that makes a huge difference in this game because, you know, we saw what Jason Tatum was able to do in that first half, right? And then he just went cold. And you went, well, where is, where is the star that we just saw last game? But he has played not only at an elite level, but he's taken his game to the next level that it hasn't been at before. And I really expect Tatum to be one of the big reasons why this game is a lot different, especially in the second half, than it was in game one. It's the fact that Boston answers. Boston is also a very elite team defensively, and they're going to find ways to try and scheme and make Jimmy Butler's life miserable. They clearly did it against Kevin Durant. They did it through the first two games, if you remember, on Giannis last series. He only shot 38% from the field. Then, obviously, he just blew up in terms of the numbers, and this is... It's Giannis. I mean, what do we expect? That He's just going to do that. But they at least can limit the best players in the NBA defensively when they scheme for it. So now it's going to be game one to game two. What does Boston do defensively on Jimmy Butler, forcing everybody else to try and contribute more offensively? And then two, how do Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown respond? I expect them to respond in a very, very big way. And that's why I like Boston plus four. Yeah, and that and that defensive prowess is why the the total is at two hundred six yeah. points, just two hundred six points. And I know we could, you know, we could probably t- touch on this now here, where you know the first game obviously went over. There was a ton of free throws. These teams attempted a crazy amount of free throws. The Heat went thirty of thirty four from the free throw line. The Celtics went twenty four of thirty two. These these guys were hacking each other. I really expect both teams to continue that gritty style of play. It's also worth noting that both teams' ability to create turnovers can lead to, you know, fast break opportunities, high percentage looks on the break and get out and run. Um, so even if Horford and Smart both suit up or one of them suits up, I do like the over at such a low number. What's your kind of perception on the total here? Yeah, what do you I'm, think? I'm kind of with you on that. It's a very, very low number. It's interesting, though, because, like, if you go back and look uh, – the Celtics have actually gone under in two of their last three games, but, you know, one of those totals was set at 212.5. There's another one sitting there down at 205.5. It's it's hard to gauge this team. It almost feels like it's a game-by-game situation for them, but I think I'm also going to lean with you in that direction as well. Right, right. Yeah, so it should be pretty interesting to see. You head to betql.com to see what the model thinks. <laughs> I'm pretty interested to see what, you know where the model ends up at and in what Sharp and public bettors are doing as well. So this should be pretty fascinating to see game to you. But go Celtics. Go cover. Cover the plus four, <laughs> please. We'll both take that. Make sure you're subscribing to the BetQL Daily Boost. If you haven't yet, we check out everything for you. Make your life a whole lot easier.